The president of Turkey has an opulent new official residence on the edge of Ankara with around 1,100 rooms. It's become one of Recep Tayyip Erdogan's most controversial projects. It is four times as big as Versailles and has 50 times the floor space of the White House. Many Turks are concerned about what the scale and style of the palace says about President Erdogan, his architectural taste, and also his increasing power. NPR's Peter Kenyon reports. When the $615 million presidential complex known as the Aksaray, or White Palace, was unveiled in late October, a video was posted online featuring dramatic aerial images of the imposing stone structures with the national anthem in the background. But some Turks noticed something different about the anthem. The words were the same, but the music sounded like it was being played by an Ottoman-era military band. For Turks who worry that President Erdogan is gradually undoing the secular underpinnings of the modern Turkish Republic, it had an ominous ring. The palace hasn't won much praise for its design. Architect Tezjan Karakush Jendan says it's a confusing mash of styles from various eras, including some that have fallen out of favor, to put it mildly. It's kind of a mutt architecturally. It has taken the stairs of Dolma Baja Palace and some parts of Tolkapa Palace. Outside has been fitted with giant columns, reminding us of Hitler-era fascist architecture. Jendan's group, the Ankara chapter of the Chamber of Architects, won a court ruling saying the construction violated forest protection laws. Erdogan ignored the ruling, inviting anyone who has, quote, the power and the courage to come and demolish this building. From the street, the compound of three vast buildings looms up out of a muddy construction site, dwarfing the many security guards who shoo away picture-taking visitors. To one side, a crane looms over a partly built mosque designed to hold 4,000 worshippers. Erdogan dismisses the criticism and is busy refashioning his largely ceremonial office. He's already assumed powers his predecessors never used, and some were alarmed recently when he asserted that the presidential compound is the center of government. Now, if anyone asks where is the Turkish Republic being governed from, this palace, with all its standing, will give the answer, here. This is not Tayyip Erdogan's palace. But many Turks do associate this palace with Erdogan himself. It was started as a prime minister's office when he held that post and was rebranded a presidential compound when he switched jobs. Only dictators want to live in palaces. Normal heads of state live in relatively modest compounds. Izet Çetin is a member of parliament from the main opposition party. He says the palace, which extends deep underground and features state-of-the-art anti-surveillance gear, seems more like a bunker or military command center than a public building. But as an opposition politician, it's Çetin's job to criticize the government. What do ordinary Turks think? At the Yashar Cafe, middle-aged men huddle over their cards and numbered tiles, sipping tea and sharing stories. Some, like 49-year-old Osman Oktan, are civil servants. Oktan says the palace suits the new Turkey with its growing ambitions. As far as I'm concerned, America has the White House, now we have the White Palace. So we're proud of it, because Turkey is a big country, so this kind of building is necessary. And we're not interested in what any critics have to say. Nor is the government, it seems. A new law is being introduced that will bring activist groups, like the Architects' Union, under the control of a pro-government cabinet minister. Construction, meanwhile, continues at the site, which will also include Erdogan's family residence, 
estimated to have a mere 250 rooms. Peter Kenyon, NPR News.